0: And this is Talking Pictures, our weekly review of movies and film. I'm Hollis Monroe. Thanks for joining us. I want to remind you next week, it's our 2022 year-end wrap-up. Phil, Scott, Ron, myself, and the marvelous Monica Schmidt, all of us are going to be here to let you know what we thought were the best takeaways from 2022. This morning, we have a couple of excellent films for you. Professor Film Encyclopedia Brown joining us. Film, good morning. Morning, hello out there. He's gonna be joining us with the Banshee If Itchirin, which looks to be just a remarkable anti-buddy film. And we're gonna be starting off with um got the amazing Chris Man. He's got one that Ryan Johnson, once again, he seems to have struck gold with this with this particular genre, not only this particular genre, but this particular film series, which he hates it to be called a series. He actually came out and said Mm. he wished that he could have just left a glass onions mystery off of it. These are complete separate entities. Tell us what your takeaway on, well, let's let's call it a glass onion.
1: A glass onion, uh, parentheses, knives out mystery, just in case you're (laughs) not aware of how that's set up. Uh, Well, we got a uh, tech billionaire played by Edward Norton. Uh, who invites old friends from his younger days out to his island for a murder mystery fun. He's put together a a party where he will be, quote, murdered, and they have to figure it out. And so they start into that uh, until, of course, people start actually dying for real. And uh, Benoit Blanc, played by Daniel Craig, is back as a detective to solve the case. The new wrinkle this time is that he is invited... Um, to the party, and that is a little confusing for some folks, uh, but he shows up as one of the guests and has to unravel, okay, first, don't understand why I'm here, but okay, I'm here, and suddenly start having to solve what in the world is going on. Uh, It's very much, yeah, it's not a series necessarily but i would put it in the category of like an agatha christie of you kind of have the framework of what's going to go on mm-hmm. uh or like clue where you know somebody's getting killed and they can to figure out what's what's happening right uh this is one of the rare sequels that i like better than the first uh first was a fun romp and i mostly enjoyed it but it didn't feel like it was wrapped up in a nice little package like this one is this one feels very tight well put together uh, has some nice editing flashbacks that are good that help you kind of fill in because you're sort of thrown into it and go, who are these people? What's going on? The only carryover is Craig. Everybody else is new. Mm. Uh, it's excellent cast. Daniel Craig, Edwin Norton, Kate Hudson, uh, Janelle Monae, Dave Bautista, leslie odom jr who i did not realize was in this movie until i looked him up in the credits because he doesn't look like himself hmm. and just disappears into this role they don't give him a ton to do but he does a fantastic job and katherine Hahn, who's always excellent mm-hmm. uh, monet in particular did a great job uh, i saw her in hidden figures uh, and looked through her list going has she been in a bunch of yeah she's been in several other things but i think you'll see some more higher and higher profile things for her Wonderful job in this, fantastic job in Hidden Figures. I I think she'll be someone to watch in the future. Uh, It's great fun to see Daniel Craig get to be goofy outside of his normal (laughs) casting. And, And maybe that's the wrong word, but he is just operating in a more comedic sense than he usually gets to. Usually he's, you know, steely James Bond or something harder like that. Uh, the only place I've seen sort of a touch of this was Logan Lucky. Where
0: he gets That's to what I was going to say. The <laughs>
1: Southern heist film. and That that was interesting, but this is still more playful and fun. Uh, and makes him look kind of, his, his character is kind of wacky, which is nice to see him play that. Uh, also, at Norton, you don't get to see him outside of that too much either. I would put this sort of in the realm of the Italian job, but a little bit funnier from okay. him. Hmm. Uh, and And kind of weird. He's an eccentric billionaire who's, S- loosely based on Elon Musk, I think, kind of. Uh, maybe some social media heads as well, but um, as you mentioned, directed by Ryan Johnson, uh, I would recommend he stick to these and not Star Wars because <laughs> he does a great job with these. Uh, the genre breaks new no new ground, but it's well executed, and it's an enjoyable weaving of plot lines and interactions. I think they did a nice, tidy job with a bow on top of putting it together, linking everyone through. You wander into it, go, oh, it's a murder mystery. But then, oh, wait, where are we going with this? And I always love that when I can't really predict, mm-hmm. okay, here's how you get to the end. Oh, what, what is going to happen here? And they, they do some nice twists and turns to get things uh, interesting. So I, I give it an A. It's streaming on infl- uh, Netflix right now. Certainly recommend to watch.
0: Excellent, thank you.
2: Yeah, I enjoyed it quite a bit as well. I, I love the structure of it because mm-hmm. it really does have the glass onion, the peeling mm-hmm. things back. Very much. Particularly so. as you get partway through the film and then you sort of like it's redone. Yep. Okay. Yep. That is really nice. And it, it reminds me of Last of Sheila, if you remember that film, uh, that Sondheim actually wrote. And Sondheim has a small bit mm. in this film too. He's one of the Zoom guys uh, that you see in there. And uh, I guess. Uh, Uh, the film really does pay homage in some ways to The Last of Sheila, a bunch of people invited to a Greek island and they're all getting killed off little by little Mm -hmm. which is nicely worked out in this film
0: Excellent I'm going to be watching that with my wife earlier as we do our holiday catch-ups this week And another one that we do want to see is The Banshee of Ensherin. Yes, Banshees of
2: Ensherin, directed and written by Martin McDonough, who gave us the three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Yes. Which I was not a big fan of. So I went into this with trepidation here, (laughs) thinking like, oh boy, are we going to be real pretentious and silly and things like that? Which I felt that that one was. I like that one a lot. Yeah. Uh, But this one here really works. It's a very haunting Emotional, very funny film. It really pulls you in so many different directions. Uh, the film takes place in 1923 on a fictional island in a Sharon, okay, which is off the coast of Ireland, and it's taking place during the uh, the uh, the, uh, the Civil War period. So you can see off in the distance you know, explosions and things like that, so they keep talking about, oh, they're, they're still at it over there. And I guess this is in the waning days uh, of that Civil War. Uh, deals with two friends. Uh, Brendan Gleeson plays Colm Doherty, who uh, is great friends with uh, uh, a character who is Pederic uh, it was Colin Farrell, who uh, all of a sudden, uh, Gleason uh, comes to him and says, I don't want to be your friend anymore, and he asks why, and he just says, I don't want to know you anymore, and just leaves it at that. And poor uh, Farrell, okay, the character of uh, the Farrell plays, is just can't figure it out. It just comes out of nowhere. And he, 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 he tries to figure out what did I do? And he keeps saying, what did I do wrong? What did I say wrong? And he has conversations with, because this reverberates as it goes on through the whole village, okay, uh, of this disturbance, like these great friends all of a sudden. I don't want to know you. And, and, and it peels it back. Goes, Why don't you want to know me? And he goes, you're dull. You're boring. And he starts having questions with his own sister, like, well, "Am I dull? Am I boring?" Oh no, you're not. You're not boring. Of course, they're all boring and dull. They live on this <laughs> island, isolated from everybody, and it's just like a dull thing. Uh, at one point, for instance, they go to the the local store where they buy their goods, and they also handle the mail. The big thing for the the woman who runs it is like, "You got any news? You got any news to share with us? You know, you know, because it's basically it's boring around here. You need to bring in some stuff." Um. As the film progresses, we have people who are trying to figure out okay how to patch this up with the two friends, who were really great friends. Uh, we have the sister who works hard to, try, to bring them back together again. Barry uh, Kogan is, is very good in this as well, who plays uh, Dominic, who tries to figure out, hey, what's going on? And he has some backstories himself that are very disturbing. This film mixes darkness with incredible uh, lightness, very funny at points. You're asking yourself, maybe why should I, why am I laughing at this? Uh, particularly as it moves on, because you know, he says, hey, if you bug me anymore, I'm going to start cutting my fingers off. Okay. And uh, that's in the trailer. Okay. And he's like, oh, okay. And uh, they're saying, oh, he's bluffing and stuff like that. And this guy, uh, uh, the, uh, the Brendan Gleason character, is a musician. He plays a fiddle. Okay. And he started. Yeah, and, uh, fingers thrown at doors and things like that, and it, it just his just, fingers. His what's that? His fingers? his fingers. Yes. Oh, my word. Yes, and the, it just and you're like, will he do it? Whoa, yeah, okay. And then it escalates. This is a basic feud. And then movie. it escalates. This <laughs> is what a, next? Elbows? It's <laughs> a, a a feud movie of the nth degree. How far are they going to carry this? And it's very much an idea, a film that deals with. Re evaluation of yourself when you have a cataclysm like this. You know, I don't want to know you, you're dull, you're boring, you're, you're uh, you, you don't, you, you know, music is the thing that's my life, but he's cutting his fingers off while the music is my life, you know, type of thing. And uh, the poor, uh, uh Farrell character is just like, man, I mean, he, he's just broken totally uh, by this. And then he sort of moves into a, a point of agency as well as it progresses. The Banshee aspect, because as the film is progressing, uh, Gleason, who's a musician, is writing a song, and he calls it uh, the, "the the the song of the Banshees of insurance. Okay, and are there Banshees or not? And they have a discussion about that. But there is this old woman who appears throughout the film, who is. Uh, uh, very ominous. Uh, people don't want to know. They kind of hide from this person when she pops up. And uh, she says there's going to be deaths, right? Because that's what a banshee does. Yeah, predicts the, death. Yeah, the woman of the mound, for instance, who uh, predicts deaths. Well, y- watch the film and find out how that progresses. The ending shot of the film is is remarkable. Um I can't speak uh, well. I can't speak highly enough about it. I, I think it's it, it pulls you in so many directions. It's so emotional. It, it's a film about loneliness. It's a film about uh, what friendship means, and it also the idea of isolation. You know, because that's a big issue with them. They're isolated from the mainland. Do we move to the mainland or do we stay here? Well, the war is way, You know, raging over there. But are we safe here? But what are we sacrificing to be here? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I would say uh, take a look at it. And I, the uh, Farrell and Gleason, no doubt, are going to be uh, probably in the talks for Best Actor uh, awards. And I think for screenplay as well already, there's a lot of rumbling about uh, for McDonough
0: here. Man, that sounds fascinating, disturbing, and um, a must-see. Thank you so very much. Folks, tell us what you're watching. Tell us what you're giving thumbs up and thumbs down. Our email address is talkingpics at kcck.org. Don't forget, next Wednesday, it's our 2022 wrap up with all of our four great reviewers giving you their tops for 2022. I'd like to hear from you too. Talkingpics at kcck.org. For Professor Film Brown and Scott the Amazing Chrisman, I'm Hollis Monroe on Jazz 88.3 KCCK.